Welcome to a live preaching message from the Kadesh Family Church, Manhattan, New York City. Kadesh Family Church, Manhattan, is the Apache of the Kadesh Family Churches in North America, where the Word of God is imparted clearly, practically, and comprehensively for present-day living. Our aim is to provide solid foundation of Bible-based instruction to our church members, to equip them to preach and teach the gospel wherever they may be. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message.
long time no see. You are welcome. <laughs> Hallelujah. Come, let's pray over the offering. Father, we thank you for this offering. We bless it in Jesus' name. Amen. Wonderful. Good to see you, Michael. <laughs> Mary is here. Yeah. Hallelujah. It's nice to see you. We miss Mary for Tuesday service. 
Hallelujah. Amen. Fantastic. I believe that um, if you are here tonight, you are serious with God. This is a serious Christian service. Hallelujah. Like I say, um, Sunday service, everybody goes to church on Sunday. Everybody goes to church on Sunday. But it takes the extra Christian to come to church on a weekday. Hallelujah. Takes the extra. I mean, some of you grew up in homes that if you don't go to church on Sunday, they won't give you food. Some homes were like that. You understand? Some homes were like that. If you don't go to church on Sunday, they won't feed you. So you're going to church on Sunday is not because you love God. <laughs> if you want rice and stew, you must go to church. <laughs> Hallelujah. That is, that is totally different from other homes whereby nobody really goes to church. So when you get up and go to church, it is your own conviction that has sent you to church. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. So if you are here this Tuesday, I take it that you are serious with God. Amen. Hallelujah. So I'm going to teach you serious things. You want to hear serious things? Hallelujah. That's why you came here. Because if you are here, you, you, if you are here on a weekday, you are, you are above the ordinary Christian. You are interested in the work of God. Hallelujah. And I've been talking to us about, about the work of God. Hallelujah. In our hearts. It's a, it's a heart thing. The work of God is purely a heart thing. Hallelujah. The Bible said that your labor, God is not unrighteous. God is not unrighteous to forget about your labor of love. Labor of love. You understand what I'm saying? A labor that is, you, are, you are doing because you love. Not a labor of compulsion. Hallelujah. Or a labor of somebody is watching you. I mean, if you labor like that, there's no reward. Or a labor of, so that people, you look good before people. You know, sometimes, sometimes your labor is men-pleasing labor. God does not remember that one. Or your labor is more of, let me do so I can get this post. God does not remember that one. It's the labor of love. Hallelujah. And the Bible says, God is not unrighteous. Hallelujah. That's what I've been talking to you about the heart. Amen. Because real work, whatever term you want to call it, ministry, uh, bottom line is working for God. Okay? To really work for God is a heart thing. Hallelujah. Without a right, if you don't have the right heart, you cannot work for God. Hallelujah. So that's what I've been talking about. It's the labor of love that God does not forget. Amen. And I, I, I mean, I'm sure all of us, were, if we were listening to Bishop, he was talking about the path of the righteous shines brighter and brighter. Hallelujah. Amen. It means if you're a Christian, expect to get better and better. Amen. I say expect to get better and better. Amen. I say expect to get better and better. Amen. Don't be a Christian that as the years go by, you are already deteriorating. Amen. You are going down every day. I mean, if you, I mean, when you started your work with God, you used to pray every day. You used to come to church. You used to come. Now, over the years, you don't fast. You don't pray. You come to church.
church once a while and you call that mat- and you call that maturity you have not matured you are rather going down the path of the righteous should get brighter and brighter you're supposed to increase and shine more hallelujah amen so you must believe that you will increase hallelujah may you increase I say, may you increase. Amen. Don't be a Christian who goes down the drain. Rather increase. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. As the path of the righteous. Hallelujah. Alright, Ide, are you ready with the scriptures? Good. So what I want to talk about today is that um, since it's a heart thing, it's always, you need to get a right heart. Hallelujah. Amen. And for you to increase, Okay, I'm talking about becoming an effective Christian worker or to increase in, or okay, to enlarge your ministry. Whether you are a fellowship, whether you are witnessing, whether, whatever ministry you are in, desire that it will grow. Hallelujah. Whatever work you do for God, desire that it will grow. Amen. See, what I'm trying to say is that, you see, have an aim. Have an aim that over the years, you can say that last year I was, at, I was at this stage with my work with God. But this year I am at this stage. Are you hearing me? Have benchmarks. Last year, last year maybe um, I used to, uh, what do you used to do last year? You used to pray maybe two times a, 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 a week. But this, time I'm, this year I'm praying Three times. Last year my fellowship was ten. This year my fellowship is fifteen members. Are you hearing me? Last year I used to drink every other month, but this year I drink once a year. <laughs> Benchmarks. Are you hearing me? Are you here with me? What I'm trying to say is that if you are a Christian, desire to grow. Hallelujah. Last year I used to quarrel with everybody, but this year I quarrel with. Last year I used to quarrel with everybody, but this year I quarrel with every other person. <laughs> it's a benchmark. 50%. This to be everybody nice, every other person. Hallelujah. So, one of the. So, um. To increase or, or to do well, okay, there are certain things that will help you to do well. Hallelujah. To be a good church worker, to be a good Christian, to work for God well. This service, this weekday service is for, it's about people who want to work for God. Hallelujah. When we come here, our aim is to work. So, I'm, I, I, so if you see, I've been teaching you how to become better workers. Hallelujah. So you can work for God well. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. One of the things you need to work on if you want to do well or want to work for God well is to enlarge your heart. Enlarge your heart. Let's look at Isaiah chapter 60 verse 5. It's a Bible lesson. Isaiah 60 and 5. Are you there? Are you there? Or you are struggling with the scriptures. 
today. Okay, I'll read it for you. But I wish you can find it. Isaiah 65. Isaiah. Then thou shalt see and flow together and thy heart shall fear and be enlarged. Okay? Then thou shalt see and flow together and thy heart shall fear and be enlarged because the abundance of the sea shall be converted unto thee and the forces of the Gentiles shall come unto thee. No, 60, 60, five. Then thou shalt see and flow together and thy heart shall hear. The heart shall, the heart shall fear and be enlarged. Why? Because the abundance of the sea shall be converted unto thee. The forces of the Gentiles shall come unto thee. In other words, you need a certain capacity of heart to absorb a certain amount of people who come into your life. I mean, the way your heart is so narrow, you cannot tolerate a certain capacity. You know, how many, the, the amount of people that you can minister to or pastor or work with, okay, depends on the capacity of your heart. So God, when God looks at your heart, your heart is too narrow. Your heart is only limited to people who look like you. Your heart is limited to people who talk like you. Are you hearing me? Your heart is limited to people who have your own who have the same background like you. You know, you come from a very, very, very you, your background is a, a particular way. So anybody who is not that background, you cannot flow with the person. You cannot be ministered to the person. Hallelujah. So God said, because I am bringing you the abundance, you need to enlarge your heart. You need to be able to tolerate all sorts of characters if you want to become a good worker for God. Yeah. And some of us, the reason why we don't do well in church is because our heart is very narrow. Very, very small. And we, you can see, even in church, our friends are so limited. People who talk like us and behave like us. We have a way of ranking other people. Oh, look, that, that is why. That's the reason why your ministry cannot grow. Because your heart is very limited. Because in the, in the house of God, expect all creatures to be there. All, they were all creatures in Noah's ark. All creatures were in the Noah's ark. So when you come to church, especially people who dress maxi, and especially people who wear a miniskirt, they are all in the church. It's an ark. Expect, when you come to, when you come to church, expect some ladies who, if, who when they are talking, they are, they'll put their hand in their mouth very courteous. And especially the ladies who are talking, hey, hey, hey. they are all in the church. Whether they are bush or civil, they are all in the church. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yes, you, that's what we're doing. You are going to see people who are loud, naturally, and people who are very conservative. You must tolerate all of them if you want to enlarge your ministry. God said, I am bringing, for you to minister well, your heart has to be enlarged. You have to be able to relate to people who are totally different from you. Who, you see, and I'm being very particular, who in the natural will never be your friends? 
talking about people who outside the church. You cannot be your, they cannot be your friend. No way. The way you are, and them? No. <laughs> but you see, that is also the limitation of your ministry. That's why you cannot do God's work well. Because God is no respecter of persons. Hallelujah. Are you hearing me? And if you want you consider proper in another culture, it's not proper. I was amazed. Every time I go to South Africa, I get amazed. I get amazed. You'll be there. You'll be there. You say you'll be there. <laughs> yeah. Every time I go to South Africa, I get amazed. Even like, you know, they are they are service to men. Oh, it's not like West Africa at all. I mean, reflexly, even when we are um, at church, like when even. When after when you finish preaching and you sit down, that how they bring water. Even the water shell, even though you bring water, you know how they bring the water. Even, they don't even think about it. They kneel and they hold like this. Even even last time. <laughs> you just you just you just hold their back. Reverend, you want some water? there. They don't even think about it. It's their culture. It's a cultural thing. Yeah. It's part of them. They just come. They, they bow, then they hold one hand like this. They don't do it like this. It's in one hand. Hearing me, but they have their own problems too. If you cross them the wrong way, you will see a Zulu woman. <laughs> so, one of the things that you have to enlarge your heart, God said that I am bringing people from afar. Hallelujah! So, as Christians, as people want to work with God, we must enlarge our heart. Amen. You must be able to interact with everybody. Hallelujah. And value everybody as a child of God. Hallelujah. And value everybody that God has given you that person to shepherd a person. Amen. Are you hearing me? But there's another verse that I'll show us. It's in Corinthians, which is even more interesting. Second Corinthians chapter 6, verse 11. 6.11 Corinthians 6.11 Yeah Have to enlarge your heart It says that Paul is saying that Oh ye Corinthians Our mouth is open unto you Our heart is enlarged Hallelujah. Oh, ye Corinthians, our mouth is open to you. Our heart is enlarged. And then you, when you go to the rest of verse 12, it says something. Ye are not straightening in us, but ye are straightening in your own body. Let me give you a more 
modern version. Brother, you are welcome. All the weekday services are beginning to show up now. <laughs> Hallelujah. Give me the New Living Translation. These are ministry workers. That's why we teach about ministry work on Tuesday. The NLT. Go back to the New uh, verse 11. Oh dear, Corinthian friends, we have spoken honestly with you. Our hearts are open to you. Oh dear, Corinthian friends, we have spoken honestly with you. Our hearts are open to you. Verse 12. If there's a problem between us, it is not because of a lack of love on our part, but because you have heard your love from us. It's in the Bible. If there's a problem, it's not because we didn't love you. You are the ones who have rehearsed your love from us. You are the one who shut us out. But we will love you. You see, what I'm trying to say is that if you want to be a good worker for God, a minister for God, you must have an enlarged heart. Not everybody will reciprocate your love. Hallelujah. So, if you are the type of person who only flows to those who retain your love, then you are not like Apostle Paul. Then you cannot be a good worker for God. Church members by default, not every church member responds to your love. Are you Jesus Christ? Even Jesus Christ, they didn't respond to all his love. Hallelujah. If there's a problem, it is not because of a lack of love on our part. So if, if, if there's any issue, it should not be that because you, there's a lack of love on your part. You are not willing to do, but rather let it be that you did your best, but the person did not respond. Not the reverse. Not that, listen to me. Look, enough, enough, okay? I mean, I have my own thing. I'm, I'm busy with my own life. If you don't appreciate me, forget it. I'm down with you. No, you should never say to any child of God, I'm down with you. Because God was not down with you. I'm preaching to you. I am down with you. Don't ever use that word, I'm down with you. Because God was never down with you. So don't say that from today, I am down with you. That's it. God, you're preaching. Because God God was not down with you. And God keeps working on you. Still. Even this morning, they have to cut you a slack. (laughs) So stop saying I'm down with you. Even this evening. About two hours ago. (laughs) Hallelujah. So he said, look. If there's even a problem, okay, a problem. You see, I'm talking about people who want to work for God. You can never be a good worker for God or a good shepherd or a good minister if you, everything you do, you want people to appreciate you. Evelyn, you are welcome. Fantastic. Everything you do. We always remember that some people will not return your love. Remember, that's what Paul said. Yes, sir. Always remember. Hallelujah. That is why it is your labor of love that God rewards. Always remember that some, not everybody will return your love. But Paul is saying that, look, whether you return our love or not, we'll love you anyway. 
Tell to your neighbor, I will love you anyway. I said, tell to your neighbor, I will love you anyway. Tell the person, if whether you return my love or not, I will love you anyway. I'm talking about being a Christian. Like Christ. Working for God. Hallelujah. I'm not talking about being a politician. In politics, you are damned if you love, if you love the opposition. Oh yeah. In politics, you are out if you love the opposition. No, 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 no. no. If you want to be a good politician, then always be on the opposite of If your opposition says Bruce Red. <laughs> never agree with them never because when you agree with them they will get the votes and you, 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 you be in so always make sure you'll be ousted that's politics politics don't agree with your opponents at all yeah yeah that is why when you are, when, when you are in power you can say that oh I mean, even though uh, Clinton did all aspects, it's okay. But when you are not in power, you can say that. Listen to me, abuse and atheism is an abuse. Yeah, fight it. <laughs> That's politics. Otherwise, you'll never be in power. That's why they say politics is a dirty game. You you cannot play politics clean. Nah, you can't. That's why Christians are not supposed to be. Don't don't get involved in politics. But I'm talking about working for God. Christianity. Hallelujah. Amen. And when I say working for God, I don't mean come and preach like me. That's, that's a small aspect of working for God. Working for God involves the way you relate with your neighbor, the way you treat your husband, the way you treat, sometimes you, the whole, your whole ministry. Somebody, somebody actually, I think it was a look, Bishop, I appreciate, I admire the way you do crusades. The way you go outreach. The way you are working for God, I believe God has a reward for you. Because I can see your efforts. But I tell you, if I'm able to marry my wife till we go to heaven, my reward will be greater than you. <laughs> yeah. If I'm able to stay with this man till eternity, then it's more than the social. <laughs> yeah. So sometimes, sometimes your ministry is even your marriage. Your ministry is your friends, your, 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 your child. Yes. And, and you need to have an enlarged heart to accommodate. Your ministry is maybe the Sunday school. I mean, how you even take off children and parents don't appreciate it. I mean, you find that, you find that the, the, the child that you work on a lot is the one that the parents come and say, my child. And you ask yourself... <laughs> You ask yourself, seriously, if you have taken this child to daycare at $25 an hour, 50 an hour, calculate the number of hours I've taken care of this your child. That I'd not even get a thank you. But rather you come. And then you look at the child. Why are you crying? Why are you crying? Why is the diaper, why is the diaper wet? Why is the diaper wet? <laughs> 
Say, say, say. <laughs> yeah, oh, you didn't eat anything? The lunch box was not open. Oh my God. Seriously? <laughs> That's how you appreciate the kiss teacher. So if, so if your heart is not enlarged, you will just look at her. Okay. <laughs> I am done, done, done. I, I came to worship God. I, mean, I, 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 I came to worship God. No more babysitting. I, enough. Enough. And you're downstairs. And this is what you appreciate. I'm came to listen to God from today. And I knew somebody, one of, one of you, not, not, not tonight, one of you, who told me that, look, I came to God, I came to church to heal my heart. Not to get my heart aggravated. <laughs> I think it's one of you. One of your own. <laughs> one of your own. <laughs> yeah. Hallelujah. You see, but you see, unless your, your, your heart must be enlarged. Amen. You must always have an affection, even for people who are different from you. Hallelujah. Amen. That is the way you can, you, you can work for God. Amen. Amen. Number two. You must enlarge your steps. Enlarge your steps. Second Samuel 22, 37. I'll explain. Second Samuel 22, verse 37. He says, King James, please. Please. Thou hast enlarged my steps under my feet. You have enlarged my steps under my feet so that my feet did not slip. You have enlarged my steps under my feet. Do you know when you are walking in a sleeping room, you are, you, you, this is how you walk. Because you are more likely to fall if you walk narrow. Yeah. Do you know that? Uh-huh. If you are walking on a slippery, listen, you always have to have a, like a wide gate. Are you hear me? That is, why, that is why all the good cars have white tires. Right. You see the big wheels, like the Audi Quattro, the BMW. That's why your Nissan has to, you see, some narrow tires. <laughs> See, on this edge, they're very nice. That's about the real. The real cars, they have white ties. Like the Cordy Quattro, the BMW. So, 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 when they are going on the slippery road, because of they have more stability. Right. That's but, so, that's why you don't have to try that. You know, when, the, when the wheel is. So, if you see this, the, the, the price of the tie also depends on the width. The rim. Because when it's narrow, it's not stable. You see? When you have the one with the white ties, when you go to the pot, you but you have to hear Coco! 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 The car is too skinny. The ties are skinny. Coco! Coco! You know? 
because, and, and the psalmist said that you have enlarged my steps. So I balance. I balance so I don't fall. What, what does it mean to have balance spiritually? It means to do well, you must, your steps must be enlarged. You must, it means you have balance. It means for you to be a good worker of God, you must have balance in the word. Balance in the way. You are balanced in the way. You see, you cannot become any good minister or any good shepherd when your verses are limited. Your word knowledge is shallow. You are not balanced in the way. You must be balanced in the way so that when somebody comes to you with a problem, you have a scripture, not a prophet. <laughs> Scripture. I can tell you something. All people who have bigger congregation and mega churches, they are very good, deep in the word. You must be deep in the word. Balance. Deep in the word. Yes. Because you see, when people come to you, or when people are talking to you, they are looking for answers. And the answers is in the word of God. Not in your proverbs. They knew the proverbs before you came. They know more proverbs than you. So they didn't come to you for proverbs. <laughs> Hallelujah. Balancing the word. You must be able to, you know, scripture upon scripture. Hallelujah. If you're a shepherd, you must be a shepherd must be deep in scriptures. I'm not saying deep. I'm not saying you must be deep in scriptures. Shepherd must be deep in scriptures. Especially if you're a shepherd in this denomination. QFC, you must know scriptures. Sometimes we used to have must know scriptures. We probably should introduce them again. You sure? I remember we used to have the oral exams. We, we start. Quotes. Quotes. Say quotes. John 10.10. 10. The person will say, rep, rep, rep. I need, I, I need a starter. Uh, and, and, then, and then as soon as as soon as, soon as you say uh, the, the, the thief <laughs> it's like the person is waiting for a starter spiritual thing. If you don't pray much, some of you, the reason why you are always angry and quiet because you don't pray much. You are, that's why you are easily affected. You are easily affected. Because always have in mind that as you step out, you are going to meet a lot of demons. And when, and when, I, talk, when, I, when I say demons, the, see, 
demons come in all forms of they are unfamiliar demons and familiar demons. And all such demons that you have not seen before, and demons that you see every day and have never changed. Hallelujah. It's okay, another. So you have to be deep in prayer. Amen. Amen. Church work, working for God is a spiritual thing. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. If you lack the ability to go into your closet and see God's face, you will not have influence over men. Yeah. Sometimes you wonder, but nobody is listening to me because you are not deep. You are too shallow. You don't, you, you don't minister to people or lead people over by your shouting. Let me tell you something. People are not afraid of threatening, okay? Stop threatening people. Especially in this country. They don't fear threats. No, 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 no. So, so you need some spiritual authority. I say you need some spiritual authority. Yes. I'm a man with authority under authority. I say to one, go and go it and come it, come it. You need some authority to deal with demons. And it comes by prayer. Hallelujah. Yeah. Sometimes you, sometimes you wonder why you can't tell the person, oh, I want you to register. Register. You say the person mind you, but another person says register and they register. So uh, this one, they don't listen to me. No, no, no. It's authority. Hallelujah. Church work is a spiritual thing. Don't try to do the work of God with your own ideas. Okay? Don't, 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 don't do it with secular wisdom. You need to pray. I say you need to pray. Have it at the, is it, have it at the back of your mind that every time you walk out of your door, you are going to interact with a lot of demons. Demons. Both familiar you want to say demons, you want to don't think of some. Yeah. The demon could be the person that you just catch the bus with. Or even the person you go to church with. Sometimes, sometimes, as you leave your house, you won't meet any demon until you enter the church. That's when you meet the first demon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because nobody irritated you all the way until you enter the church. Somebody irritated you. Hallelujah. Yeah. So you need to pray. Amen. So you will not slip. You will not fall. You will not fall. Church work involves a lot of temptation. There are a lot of temptations. Abound. Tempta- and when I say temptation, fornication is not the only temptation. It's, what, it's, the, it's, 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 it's the least of the temptation. There are a lot of temptation. Temptation of unforgiveness, temptation of anger, temptation of bitterness. They are all temptations. You can you can easily have a bitter heart that you cannot go away. Because of church, not because of your job. I mean your job, your, your job, your job, the only thing that as for your job, whatever irritates you is dependent on the paycheck. Once the paycheck comes, everything <laughs> that's all. Yes, I mean your job, your job. I mean, come on. No matter how annoyed you are, I'm sorry to check him. I'm all right. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Have a good one, guys. <laughs> because it's shaking. That, that's, what, that's what it is. But real temptation, the ones that can affect you, may come from maybe your work with God. Are you hearing me? Or your work for God. That's why you need to pray. 
Because there are temptations. Hallelujah. Amen. The temptation of memory. Complaining and memory. You, you can easily be tempted or murmured by the message. That is why when I said on Sunday, the mystery woman, that message I bishop preach. Let me tell you something. If you are not into ministry, don't if you are not into ministry, don't listen to it. Because if you are not into ministry, when you listen to it, you'll be annoyed. And you are annoyed, you speak against God's anointed and get a curse. So don't listen. But if you are into ministry, oh, it's one of the best messages you can ever listen. I can tell you that. If you are into ministry, somebody who wants to God to use you and rise up. It's one of the best messages. Because he shows you the activity of the devil. But if you're not into ministry, then don't listen at all. Because you can easily criticize it. And by that criticism, you attract demons. Or if you're not sure whether you're into ministry or not, pray before you listen. (laughs) I hear me. So you need to be deep. Enlarge your feet. So you don't slip. Hallelujah. Amen. So you don't slip. Because there are a lot of things that can make you slip. Hallelujah. Amen. So deep in the word. Deep in prayer. You see, this, I'm talking about people who want to work for God. Hallelujah. I'm not, talking to, I'm not talking to a bless me club. I'm talking about, I take anybody here who comes to a weekday as a serious Christian. And, 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 and your Christianity or your ministry must increase. Amen. It should not decrease. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. It must increase. Every year you must show that I have moved forward in the Lord. Amen. I said I have moved forward in the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. That is why I'm thinking your heart must be enlarged. Your steps must, must be wide. Wide in the word. You know the word. You know the word. You are deep in prayer. Knowing very well that um, it is not by might, it's not by power, it's by my spirit. Christianity is a spiritual thing. That's what, Paul, that's what Paul said that henceforth, I know no man after the flesh. You make a mistake when you relate to people after the flesh. Henceforth, I know no man after the flesh. Because you see, it is not knowing no man after the flesh. Okay? Paul always explained Jesus Christ. You see, it is not knowing no man after the flesh. That can make you look at your stand and say that get the behind in Satan. Because if you know him after your flesh, that's your assistant. And you know he's not a demon. But because you know no man after the flesh, you see, you relate to people based on the spirit that is operating with them. So if at a point in time, a, a demon is I would say, get out of me, Satan. If another time to love is over, oh, ma, what a sweet love. So I deal with you based on the spirit that is in operation. Hallelujah. Henceforth, I know no man after the flesh. Amen. Amen. All right, let's go do one more. Hallelujah. Number three. Enlarge your confession. First Samuel 2 1. First Samuel chapter 2, verse 1. Enlarge your confession. 
It said that, and Hannah prayed and said, My heart rejoiceth in the Lord. My horn is exalted in the Lord. My mouth is enlarged over my enemies because I rejoice in thy salvation. My mouth, my mouth, my mouth, my mouth is enlarged over my enemies. For you to do well, for you to work for God, or even to do well in life, make sure that your mouth is louder than your enemies. I'm preaching. If there's one area that you are allowed to yob more, yob more than your enemies. It says, my mouth is enlarged over my enemies. Confession. Enlarge your confession. Let your confession be enlarged. If your enemy says, you will go down, say, I bind it, I reverse it, I throw it, I will go up. Make sure that your mouth is always louder. When you hear something that is negative, don't keep quiet. Bind it and throw it away right away. My mouth is enlarged over my enemies. Yeah. Always make sure that you have the upper say. Are you hearing me? Always make sure. Oh, you will not amount to anything. Say, me? I curse it, I reverse it, and I throw it away. I will be the head, and you. I, I, no, don't even say, never the tail. Say, I will be the head, and you will be the tail. <laughs> Over! Enlarge! Enlarge your confession! Hallelujah. Look, your words are important too. You are ensnared by the words of your, the words of your mouth. Hallelujah. Life and death is in the power of the tongue. So don't limit your confessions at all. Hallelujah. You must enlarge. I mean, a, a voice is saying that, oh, you have a headache. I, I reverse it. I'm well. Hallelujah. One guy, who, at least one person in history who was noted to have used his mouth a lot was Muhammad Ali. <laughs> if there's one person who we know used his mouth a lot was Muhammad Ali. He, 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 he will beat you with his mouth before he gets into the ring. <laughs> yeah. Uh, seriously. Yeah. He will, he, he, Ali beat his opponent in the, with his mouth. Yeah. It was a strategy. I'm the greatest. I'm the greatest. I'm the greatest. No one can beat me. I'm the greatest. It, yeah. I sing like a bee and I fly like a bee. This, this. It's mouth. When I was going to fight with Joe Fraser in Manila, it would be a threat and a killer when I meet a gorilla in Manila. <laughs> mouth! See, it would be a thriller and a killer when I meet a gorilla in Manila. <laughs> so you, you're already annoyed. He uses his mouth. And he won't always. Hallelujah. Yeah. So, and, 
my mouth is enlarged over my enemies. Make sure that your mouth is bigger than your enemy. Make sure, if you want to do well in life and in ministry, always make sure. Don't let your enemies, you see, that's why the Bible says that every tongue that, you see, every tongue that rises up against you, don't keep quiet. Don't say, I don't care. No, you must what? Condemn it. Curse it. Condemn it. Every tongue that rises up against me, I condemn, I speak against it. This thing cannot happen. I reverse it. I throw it away. I will not let it be idle. I will condemn it because my mouth is enlarged over my enemies. Yes. Every tongue. Every tongue that rises up against me, I condemn it. I condemn it. Yeah. Oh, your child will not do well. My child will not do well. I condemn it. My child will do well. If I, I con- my child will do well. My child will employ your child. You. <laughs> yeah. Condemn it. I'm preaching. If you want to do well, I'm talking about yes. Enlarge your ministry. Wake up and say, I, yes, I, I, I have a ministry. I have people. I, my center is working. My church is working. My sheep are listening to my voice. Enlarge, enlarge. Speak. Are you hearing me? Yeah. Speak. Have a vision. You see, let me tell you something. Sometimes the reason why you don't speak was you have no vision. Because when you have a picture in your mind, you can talk about it. Because you have no picture in your mind, that's why I can't say anything. But when you have a picture in your mind, you speak about it. Yeah. That's why you need to have a vision. You must see yourself. You have a vision as a lady pastor. When you have that picture in mind, you talk like that about it. When you have a, have a vision that, oh, you are a shepherd, you speak about it. When you have a vision that you are married, you speak about it. You, see, you must have a picture. Then you talk about it. Hallelujah. For why there's no vision, the people perish. Sometimes we can't see far. You must have a vision of a stable home, then you talk about it. Hallelujah. Always have a picture in your mind and speak about it. Always have a picture and speak to it. Always have a picture and speak to it. You can't speak to vacuum. Have a picture. That is why when God wanted to bless Abraham, he said, come out. Took him to say, look at the stars. He showed him. He, he has to see something so that he can talk about it. What you are seeing is what I'm talking about. Always have a vision. Something in your mind. Something you want to be. And as you have that vision in your mind and you speak about it, it will come to pass. Stand up to your feet and let's close. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Give yourself to the Holy Spirit. Yield yourself to the unction of God. Yield yourself to the Holy Spirit. Let him have his way. Yield yourself to the Holy Spirit. 
We hope that you've been blessed. Come join us for any of our services. Contact us on lci.newyork at gmail.com and visit us on the web at www.lcimanhattan.com.